Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Seven minutes after nine on a hump day. It's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show, and the phone lines are open 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Holy crap. Is there anything to talk about today? Any uh, big news stories? Any local events that we need to get into? I'll I, yeah I'll I'll because we'll, we discussed it on Where and Rhyme I'll I'll talk about some weird crap that went on yesterday not not a lot I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on it but we'll 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 mention it uh, in regards to well the really hard and mean crime wave we have going on in this in this country right now uh, I, we 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 now have uh, several different uh, uh, liberal. Pukes, shall I say? I, I, I hate to use that word because we do have some tragedy going on as far as people losing their lives, but we, we do have uh, some folks who politically and socially uh, are folks who support a lot of this defund the police crap and progressive sentencing and cashless bail and uh, these poor people. They're either, you know, they either need to commit horrific crimes because of uh, it's a form of reparation. Or they're just poor because of all you mega Republicans, and they gotta beat people up, you know, with pipes and crap and whatever. Well, a lot, a lot of some of these folks, and if, tragically so, uh, you know, their own policies have bitten them on the ass, and, and again, a, a very hard and mean way. And and they're they're getting a firsthand experience, unfortunately, and again, tragically so, of the real world repercussions of of the, a lot of the crap that they uh, that they support as far as the you know frankly the the breakdown of uh of law and order and society itself i mean it's 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 everywhere it's every it's here now on uh, our front yard you know it's uh right here it's it's all around you there's really no corner of this country at this point where you can go live or be and uh and and nurture your fancy schmancy uh, uh notions of socialism and what society really should be and how it should roll and who needs to go away and who needs to stay opinions are great things and i i mentioned this also in regards to uh, kind of what happened here yesterday which some of you know about uh opinions you know the older i get uh, and the more experiences I have, the more I realize that, you know, uh, uh, merely claiming something or having an opinion is, is lovely until you yourself either have to suffer the, again, the real world consequences of your opinions or you have to do something uh, in a moment of crisis. Uh, opinions, in other words, are frankly, fairly meaningless when it comes to how we actually live our lives. And so we're, we're seeing this at play with, with the crime stuff. Uh, also, we, we had another uh, mass shooting, I guess you'd call it. I, I call them spree killings uh, at Morgan University uh, in Maryland. And uh, thankfully, nobody was killed. Uh, that, that's how my day ended. Last night, I was watching that stuff uh, with my wife. Uh, we we do. James does have the Trace Gallagher audio. I was watching Trace. I really like. Actually, that's what's been keeping my ass up. I'm a little tired. I'm a little gut felted out, you know. So, I, but I am up at that time of night. I, I go to bed anywhere between ten and eleven, and 
the Trace Gallagher show. I, I've I've admired Trace for a lot of years. I think he's pretty a pretty solid TV reporter, anchorman, whatever we call them now. But he got he got you know <laughs> he got punked last night in the midst of the uh, Morgan University uh, coverage, which was kind of fascinating. Be- only because he let it go on for so long. Uh, but the, the the big story yesterday and, and the history-making story yesterday was this business about Kevin McCarthy and the uh, and the, the speakership, if you will. And now we have a pro tem guy in there until they figure this is now what we are going to have to deal with for what? The next 10 days, I guess. Who's going to be the speaker of the house? And I, you know, I, I, I was listening. I heard Riccardi talking about this yesterday, and I want to make sure I, I you know, th- this the, he was saying a lot of the things that, that giving voice to how I was reacting to it. Newt Gingrich uh, said some very interesting things last night. Uh, uh, I think on the Hannity show about uh, about this. I, I, man, I guess I wish I cared more, and I just don't. I, I, I a loaf of bread still costs what a loaf of bread cost yesterday, today. The border is not one molecule better, that situation, that crisis uh, today, because Kevin McCarthy is gone. Uh, I, it, it, the, the metaphor I put out there, or the analogy I put out there on where in Rima was, my, this is my honest reaction. I felt like they're just picking up some alligators in the swamp and moving them over here so they're a little out of sight for a little while. Okay, what what we're facing is is so beyond Kevin McCarthy and this Matt Gates thing, and uh, it, it, you're dealing with a rot that permeates every level of our freaking government. When, when you talk about the deep state, I call them they, them, those, whoever they are who are actually running things. And one thing I've learned over the years, not only from doing this for a living and having to pay attention to this crap, but also just growing up in that culture, uh, that part of the world, and it really is a culture. It's a different end. It's a different reality inside the Beltway. Okay, it it truly is. If you grow up in Maryland or Delaware or whatever, and, and you're around a lot of political people, a lot of political creatures, just as a matter of course. And I tell you what, you know, even when I was a young teenager, you could tell somebody who was of that world apart from somebody who wasn't. They live a different reality. Well, they did. Maybe some of them are starting to figure out uh, or starting to experience the real world right now. But I, I don't I don't know what that was all about. <laughs> and I, I, I guess because it was historical, it's a moment in history. This has never happened before. I should give a crap. Uh, but but I just, I don't, I don't know why. I just, it doesn't, it just seems like rearranging the deck chairs on the on the bridge of the Titanic, man. I, I'm not, or the, the deck of the Titanic. I'm not, I, the deep state didn't go away. Status quo wasn't injured. The self is the swamp is self protective, man. It really, truly is. And uh, I don't know how you know my colleagues feel here or how you feel about it, but I've reached my Matt Gates quotient for a lifetime. I'm just James. I'm just sick of looking at his freaking face, that stupid rubbery face of his, that see. grin that goes all the way back to the to the base of his neck, that stupid hair. 
I, I don't care. I don't care about Kevin McCarthy. I, I, I just don't. I don't care. Okay, <laughs> nothing, nothing has changed. The only thing that's changed is that now, and Gingrich pointed this out, and several other people, Jesse Waters was talking about this yesterday. Again, the aforementioned McCarty was talking about this yesterday. All right, this is going to be our life now for the next two weeks. It's not going to be about the border, which is, I'm, the, the numero, the, I'm not going to use the Spanish accent or try to talk in Spanish. Because I'm a honky. The number one issue, in my opinion, of which all the other issues that you and I are suffering through, whether it's the crime in the streets, the economy, it's the border, it's the border, it's the border, it's the border. Okay? And for whatever dark reasons, the people who, the, the creatures who populate the, the inside belt, the inside the beltway, they want it open. They must want it open. They must, you know, this must be part of the plan. This must be what they want. They are allowing tens of, I don't even know what the number is at this point, millions of people to pour into this country every single freaking hour and all the human wreckage and misery that follows along with it. We, we talked yesterday about this 11-year-old girl getting gang-raped by 11 illegals in a house in Minnesota. And, and, and I'm supposed to feel great that Matt Gates somehow managed, you know, with this a rule, which is, all, I guess it's always been there except for when Pelosi was there, where you, yeah, a handful of guys, can, a handful of people can do away with the Speaker of the House. Baby, it was Matt's shining moment. Oh, he was eating it up, man. That guy, that toothy weirdo was just loving that crap yesterday. He was king of the hill for one bright, shining moment. He's got a punchable face. <laughs> He's annoying. <laughs> yeah, I don't like his face. My wife said it yesterday. My wife preps half this show. You understand? I get half my crap from her, all right? James, I get half of it from Ricardi. I get the other half from my wife. That's how I roll, okay? The word she she used the a word annoying. He is the, he is an annoying human being. But it's his moment. He had his moment. Good on him, man. Dude, you know, I mean the guy flosses with who that guy must floss 9 times a day. He's a flosser. I'm just sick of looking at his face. I don't know what changed. I don't know what's any different. I want Trump back. <laughs> I, you know, really, when I come down, when it comes down to it, that was my thought watching that crap go on yesterday and the lead up to it and the d- days before. You understand that at the heart of this crisis, we said, yeah, yeah, it's Ukraine. It certainly is. I don't know why, but Ukraine is is the the fulcrum on which all of this sort of teeters. But at the end of the day, you have a bunch of people who uh, either because they're freaking inept or they're crooked as hell, either way, okay, these are people that just can't make a budget or come in on time with their budget or all, let me tell, let me put it to you this way. All the normal crap that you and I, and I've worked in retail, many of you, if, 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 all the stuff that you and I would have to deal with and be responsible for on a regular basis in the real world, in the free market system, working for somebody or running a business yourself, the most basic crap 
that you have to do to keep your business open or to keep yourself employed or marketable in the free market system, these people are either incapable of doing or unwilling to do. Uh, the swamp create the swamp creates crisis to then fix the crisis. Groucho Marx said it a hundred years ago. I for, not a hundred. I, I forgot it was Groucho's birthday yesterday. He's one of my heroes. But I'm pretty sure it was Groucho who said the politicians are. I'm paraphrasing. Are people who you know, uh, create a crummy situation and then then come up with a crummy solution for the crummy situation they created. I am really paraphrasing Groucho. He's much smarter than me. But I I don't know. I woke up today. Did you feel like... I didn't think anything was any different. Did you feel like anything was any different today when you woke up because Kevin McCarthy's out? I don't. So I I don't know what the hell that was all about. We, we, We have situations going on right now that are immediate, it's an immediate crisis. The border is an immediate, ever-present crisis. Okay? And the, the people who are either propagating it or who claim they're doing something about it are doing, that, that not, what, what's happening? Is it, is it any different? No, it's not. It's, it's worse. It's getting worse. Oh, I got to take a break. See, I'm, I'm running off of the mouth. I've got, I took some mental laxative earlier today, so I'm just running off of the mouth. So I, I'm full of crap to say, Groove Dog, hang on, Pete, hang on, 210-599-5555. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA, and FM 1071. Uh, it's also National Taco Day, and we are going to talk about that, but uh, it's not lost on me that uh, while it is National Taco Day, we are also simultaneously experiencing apparently a shortage a shortage of laxatives uh, on the shelves. So that we're celebrating taco eating today, but we're running out of laxatives. So maybe the tacos. Anyway, let's go to the phones uh, about the Speaker of the House thingy. Uh, here's Groove Dog. Groove Dog, how you doing? I'm doing well, and you? Another day in paradise, man. What What are you thinking? You sound annoyed today, so I, I'm a little I annoyed by everything. Yes, <laughs> well, I called to further that. If I, if I excellent. Had. So but what I are you think thinking? Right before you went to the break, you were talking about uh, the government how they create a need, and I was thinking if they had a business motto, it would be the company that creates a need and then fills it. Well, it, you're right, and I, I I talked way too long in the opening statement, so I'm I'm just short on time. But if 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 our government had to exist as a business in the free market system, in the in the, it would never survive. It wouldn't survive a week. It just wouldn't. It, absolutely not. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Again, my apologies for going long in that opening segment, but uh, just I was running off the mouth. Talking the talk. I've tried to tell everybody you can't listen to the national news. You need to listen to talk radio. If you don't listen to talk radio, it doesn't it doesn't matter what channel you listen to, it doesn't matter what station, you have to listen to talk radio. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Had a Zen moment there. I'm trying to chillax a little bit, trying to settle down. And feisty and jacked up today, to be honest with you. Hyper. Phone lines. Well, there's a lot going on. 210-599-5555. The crime thing. And, uh, you know, uh, our cities and neighborhoods just going to hell. Uh, it, it, it increasingly disturbs me. I know it's disturbing a lot of you. 
is bad. And uh, I don't I don't see any of these uh, nimrods uh, that populate our government right now is doing anything serious about it. Even though, again, it's starting to bite them on the ass. Here's your Groucho quote that you were... Oh, yeah, yeah. Politics is the art of looking for trouble, finding it everywhere, diagnosing it incorrectly, and applying the wrong remedies. <laughs> That's, yes. Yes, give that man a cigar. That's exactly right. He's right. He was right 50 years ago. He's right now. Or 60 or 70 years ago, however long ago it was. That's precisely what I'm talking about. Okay, the house is on fire and collapsing in upon itself. But we got Kevin McCarthy out of there, so, you know. <laughs> uh, Josh Kruger uh, was a journalist, a Philadelphia journalist. Uh, pretty far left guy, as most gen- journalists are these days. Uh, shot dead uh, inside his own uh, home. In Philadelphia, shot seven times. He was 39 years of age. Uh, this is a, a quote from Josh Kruger. And again, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a jerk here and diminish the tragedy of what happened. But it, it is, for perspective, it's something we need to discuss. Quote uh, from Mr. Kruger in July. Look, it's that lawless land of liberals in Philly where shootings are dropping to levels not seen in years. We are dependent on national trends. For better or worse. Uh, It's unfair to blame local cops for rising crime inaccurate to credit with Trump's. Uh, In other words, he's questioning the stats, the numbers on crime, uh, not only in, in Philadelphia, but across the country. In other words, it's a MAGA thing. We're making it up. We're pulling it out of our butts. He was shot dead seven times in his own home. Uh, let's see. Uh, then we have, and it's, God, it's a really disturbing video. Uh, Ryan Carson, another young guy, 32 years of age, social justice activist. Um, this is a guy who, again, one of these guys that's big on this, uh, defund the cops, cops are bad, you know, and uh, uh, blah, 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 all the stuff that kind of goes with that social justice stuff. I don't need to repeat it. You already know what I'm talking about. Well, he's at a bus stop with his girlfriend. A uh, guy comes up, and uh, he's a crazy dude, obviously. Stabs uh, Ryan Carson, you know, in the chest. Uh, I, I, it looks like he sliced his neck at some point. Uh, he falls down on the ground, dies in his girlfriend's arms, and the guy, if you see the video, uh, kicks the body and spits in the girlfriend's face. We talked about our own Henry Cuellar. Uh, it was carjacked uh, not too far from the Capitol by three guys with guns. Henry Cuellar, another one of these uh, uh, guys who buys into a lot of this extremist agenda and social justice crapola. And again, we're not we're not mocking the tragedy of the two individuals who died. Who who was it? It was I think it was a city councilwoman. I, I'm not, I can't remember now if it was somewhere in New York or where, but she, she got beat up in her own driveway, and suddenly she's screaming and yelling about where are the cops, where are the cops, where are the cops. Uh, if you're not seeing this progression to lawlessness. 
uh, and homelessness and violence and just a generalized crappiness of, of this of this town. You're either not seeing it or you're not paying attention or you're refusing to see it or you're making a choice not to see it. It's everywhere, man. We had a some nut job with a freaking pipe yesterday in the back lot here at this station yesterday. Just nuts, drugs, well, I don't know. You know, swinging around a pipe. It was not a little pipe. It wasn't a freaking elbow joint. You know, it was a Louisville slugger-sized piece of pipe. And we got a lot of people going in and out of this building uh, at that time of the day during business hours. And uh, it was a pretty bad, pretty weird, bad situation. I'll talk about how that was resolved coming up in a little bit. But, again, it, you, you can't get away from it. And especially here, and I, I did get into this on, on Where and Rima. For me, it's, uh, it's depressing. And I know it is, is for a lot of you and a lot of you who were born and raised here. I'm a transplant. I came here a dozen years ago. I've told the story a thousand times about how, baby, I've been looking for a home my whole life. I've moved around a lot. I set foot in San Antonio, Texas and fell in love. I absolutely adore this city. And I have from day one, from the moment I set foot in San Antonio, Texas, which was about 11, 12 years ago uh, at this stage, uh, I I knew this is where I was going to spend the rest of my life. I knew this was going to be my home. I just knew it. And I have watched, like many of you over the past few years, especially this town go to S. There's garbage everywhere. There are crazy people everywhere. There's illegal aliens everywhere. There's violence and crime everywhere. Our cops are getting shot. And yeah, is it a leadership thing? You're damn right it is. Is it a policy thing as far as this extremist liberal agenda? You're damn right it is. Yes. Now, do do I blame the mayor and work my way down? Yes, I do. In fact, the mayor and his place in, in where this city is right now is especially galling to me because, like myself, he's also a transplant. And, and for a guy who once claimed he wanted to turn San Antonio into a world-class city, he sure as hell has led the fight to make that happen. We are now just as violent and crappy as any other place on earth. And it's not saying that when I got here, and you know this, that San Antonio, James, right? San Antonio's always an edge, been an edgy town. You know, it, it ain't Altoona, Iowa. You know, there are, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's got some uh, crime and gang stuff going on. That was there when I got here. Mind your P's and Q's. You, you know where to, you used yep. to know where to go or not to go, right? Yep. Now it's the whole freaking city. I got the guy that we saw in the parking lot yesterday. I got guys like that suddenly on New Gilbo Road. I see him every day. Uh, and it, it, it it's especially galling. And well, as far as the mayor, hey, he was a young guy. I'm sorry, that dude had a lot of promise. There's a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff that guy could have done for this town. And he squandered it by carrying the water for again this this socialist or fascist or extremist agenda, whatever you want to call it, all of the usual crap folds into it, CRT, 
Yeah, reverent, race, contriving, contrived races. I've never lived in a more diverse town culturally and ethnically than this town. And yet, according to our own mayor, we have a crippling problem with racism, both in and out of law enforcement. You've got a freaking DA who is letting people go and blaming the cops. Cops are getting shot. And is it especially galling that a transplant like me uh, is leading the charge to destroy this city? Yes, it is. It is also especially galling that we don't have to live this way. This country does not have to be in the state it's in currently. It is there because of politics, because it's there are people who want something political to happen, and it's already happening. And by political, I mean revolution. A lot of us have been talking about this guy who I keep forgetting about now. He's on Tucker the other night, the guy that wrote The Dying Citizen, this college professor. We're already in the revolution. It's already underway. And it's depressing and sad to watch. And people are getting mowed over left and right. 210-599. What do you think about that? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Find what you're looking for. Local news coverage, local traffic. It's all waiting here. Locally oriented, which I like. On News Talk 550 KTSA. Local radio that's important to me. And FM 1071. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Um, coming up at 10.05, I'm going to talk around the thing that happened yesterday. I'm not going to get into the details of it on the air. We, we talked about it on Where and Rima. Uh, I was on the air. James and I were, you know, on the air when that all happened. So, we, we you know, I didn't see any of it firsthand. And, and uh, I, I don't feel it's my place to go on the air and talk about the details. I, I do. I'm going to repeat some stuff, some things that I, I mentioned to Trey earlier uh, on Where and Rima at 10.05. Uh, as, as, as far as my thoughts, but as far as what happened, I'm not going to get into it, but uh, right now I want to take just a side break here, just a little pause and, and all the awfulness <laughs> that's going on in the world. And first off, uh, it is national vodka day. And, uh, this is my little public service, a public service announcement. I actually had eight months without booze yesterday, which I'm thankful for. It's, it's one of the best things I ever did for my life. I wish I'd done it a long time ago. But as a public service announcement from your old grizzly, uh, grizzled uh, Uncle Sean, okay, uh, vodka, yeah, James, it's the booze of choice for chronic alcoholics. It does smell. You can smell it. (laughs) Don't think that if you're popping vodka minis throughout your day that other people don't know they do. Uh, It's also, uh, and I love this, man, it's National Taco Day. National Taco Day. And there was much rejoicing. Yay. I, you know, I, I, I've told you this also a thousand times. I never liked Mexican. I didn't like Mexican food. I wasn't a big taco fan or Mexican fan at all in my life because I did grow up on the East Coast outside the Beltway. And, you know, th- those people just don't know what a taco is. And I, I was one of them. Uh, most of the Mexican food I had uh, consumed over the course of my life prior to making it to San Antonio, Texas, frankly, tasted like ketchup. Uh, ketchup on uh, potato chips. It's just, you know, it was, seriously, James, it wasn't until I got here that I actually, I feel, truly tasted Mexican food for the first time and had an honest-to-God taco 
that that wasn't uh, in a box that said El Paso. You know what I mean? It was it was the real. It's a real deal here. Well, a lot of that has to do with the time period when you were growing up up east. They weren't as many of us up there back then <laughs> no, as there, there are now. There weren't. My girlfriend and my prom date in high school was the only Mexican anybody knew, and she was half Mexican and half Polish. Mexicans, we didn't know. So I get here and just not only did I fall in love with the culture, but the food. Oh, holy God, the flavor. And so, yeah, it's a jive-ass talk show host question to ask, but where's the, where do you go for tacos here? James is a foodie. Where do you where do you, if you just want the best taco you can possibly lay your mitts on? Where do you go? Uh, let's see. Guajillos at uh, Blanco and Four Ten. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. When I'm on that side of town, right, and I take people there from out of town, right. Oh wow, that's always a good indicator when you want to share it with other people. And then, of course, the Jalisco's taquerias that uh, are around town. They're, you and I go to not the exact same one, but the same style of cooking. I love it. I was going to say we, you know, this is another reason why I don't wander off New Gilbo Road. We got a Jalisco's right there on the corner, and you've been going to one, in, I guess, in shirts. Uh, just a little taqueria, and I would say they're probably my absolute favorite. But we have a Tinka Taco just down the street, and I that's for, as far as my wife and I, that's our go to place to have lunch together or dinner together. I love their tacos at Tinka Taco, and I, you know, I honestly, before I got here and all the way up to, into my 30s, I honestly thought a taco was always something in a crunchy. <laughs> El Paso preformed shell, you know. But man, yeah, Tinka Taco's great. What, what, what just briefly, what, what do you, what makes, actually, we'll carry it over till next hour when we need to lighten up. What, what makes for a great taco? What do you need a taco to be for it to be a great taco? I'm kind of curious about that, but I'm, I'm all out of time. Again, when we get back, I want to talk just a little bit around what happened yesterday and get my thoughts on that. That's coming up next on News Talk 550. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? Phone lines are open 210-599-5555. Um, yeah, wow. So we had uh, an incident here yesterday at the station. Uh, again, you know, I was talking about crime and people on the streets and crazy people all over the place. And, well, we had a visit from one yesterday here. Nobody was hurt. The guy was apprehended. Uh, again, I'm not going to go into the details of it, uh, but I I want to take it in this direction. I, I, I like to pride myself on being an observer of people, of human behavior, including my own as a writer and as a as a radio guy or whatever general general I'm a generally uh, an artsy fartsy kind of guy and I like to I study people and watch people and observe people including again myself and I'm always kind of looking at myself and trying to figure out what I'm doing right and doing wrong and um especially in the era of social media which I'm on as well you know and I I, I participate in that I I I, uh, I I drink the poison myself and if there's one thing I've learned over the years, and I haven't learned a whole lot, but I have learned this. What people claim about themselves and what people say about themselves, uh, 
nine times out of ten is complete bull crap. And again, I involve my, I, I include myself in that. You can claim anything you want to claim about yourself. You can say anything about yourself. And one of the things that people love to claim and say stuff about is what they would do in any given situation. Right? Well, I tell you what, man, uh, somebody comes swinging a pipe at me, and I'm going to kick his ass. You know, I mean, you, you've heard that crap. I think the most, the most egregious example of that, you know, would be people who start talking for cops and military people. And, well, if I'd have been the cop in that situation. Somebody who's never, you know, worn a badge in their life. Somebody who's never signed a piece of paper in their life to join the military and put their lives at risk. Well, you know, I'd take care of that situation real quick. People do that crap all the time. I've been guilty of it, you know. Again, you can claim anything you want to claim about yourself. What what I've learned in my time on planet Earth uh, is that what defines you is what you do. What what do you what do you actually do in the real world? And that can extend to every you know pretty pretty much all parts of our life. You know you 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 can say you're you're not a liar and you love the truth and you can lie your ass off. You can say that you know you don't care about material possessions and yet you can you know you're constantly buying crap and loading up with uh, with crap and stuff. You, people claim stuff on social media all the time about who they are and what you know. What, 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 you know, it's like hump, you know, virtue signaling and humble boasting, man. You know, people go online all the time and even in their lives and they claim all kinds of really profound and noble crap about themselves. Meaningless. Meaningless. What you do is who you are. Um, it wasn't until I myself embraced that truth and that reality in my screwed up life that I, I began to turn a few things around because I was also equally full of crap throughout most of my life, you know, self-gratifying crap that I would, you know, uh, spill out there about who I am or whatever. But what you do is who you are. And I think we are all afforded moments at different times, whether we know it or not, where you are provided the opportunity to do something and whatever that thing is you know and you're either gonna maybe it's a way of being maybe it's a way of treating people i don't know but we all have those moments that come our way most are not very dramatic or scary uh and and my sense is you know what then i'll say this of myself it, it, it i've never been in a crisis moment I, i've been in crisis periods of time where with the medical stuff and all that but i've never all the years i worked in the stores I, i've never had a moment where i felt my life was in danger or there was a desperate situation going on or just in a situation that somebody needed to do something about most of what we see every day uh, are, are cell phone videos of what people not doing anything People standing around or, or leaving or getting to safety. And I'm not being critical of people who, who get out of a dangerous situation for themselves. I, it, it, don't get me wrong. But culturally, we see it every day, right? We've seen really disgusting, tragic videos of people being murdered in the streets. And nobody does anything. If they do anything, they hold up their stupid phone. Uh, we, we talked about this last year about this young Marine, uh, former Marine on, on the subway in New York. 
And there's a crazy dude on the train threatening people, getting into people's faces. What were 90% of the people on that train doing? Nothing. He did something. The dudes who helped him did something. We had a moment like that here yesterday where we had a crazy guy with a very large piece of pipe uh, acting in a threatening manner. Uh, And I will tell you, uh, again, without going into details, uh, that Trey Ware is, in fact, a badass. Uh, David Van Camp is, in fact, a badass. And uh, when their moment arrived, uh, they did something. Uh, Trey Ware took care of the sitch. (laughs) You know, took care of the situation. David Van Camp took care of the situation. And they did it non-violently. Non, it, it, it wasn't it be physical. It, it it was they made the situation known to the guy in no uncertain terms, and thankfully the guy did as he was told and sat his ass on the ground. Uh, but they took action, and uh, I just wanted to acknowledge that on the air. That uh, when that moment came around, because me, I don't know. I I have no idea what I'd do. I've never been in that situation directly. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I just told told Van Camp out there, uh, out in the lot there, that I don't know, maybe I'd run inside and hit under the urinal. I don't know. None of us, we don't really know. I don't don't think anybody really knows until they're there. And and taking action can mean a whole lot of different things, you know, uh, in, in different situations in life. Uh, whether it's somebody comes into your world that needs some kind of help and you leave your comfort zone and do what needs to be done for that person, devote your time to that person to help them through a bad situation. I've been on the receiving end of that from a whole lot of people. Uh, you know, we, 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 we culturally right now, we don't want to get involved. Culturally right now, we don't want to see it. We don't want to look. If if we are involved in all, we want to post it on TikTok or what have you. But most of the time, we don't really do anything. And, and I have a deep admiration for people who in that moment take care of business and do what needs to be done. Do something. Uh, because, again, it's actual. It's real world. Uh, it's physical. And uh, uh, I do. I I admire doers in this world. And that's not because I am the biggest doer in the world. I just think it's excellent human behavior. Uh, And, uh, you you know, we we can look at the huge, the big honking examples. Uh, We, you know, talked about 9-11 a few weeks ago on the anniversary. And 9-11 was one of the most magnificent examples of what human beings will choose to do for other human beings in a moment of crisis. And I think that's the best of us. I think what you do in that moment uh, defines you, and I think what you do in that moment, and again, I'm not saying that everybody needs to be a hero and everybody needs to do something. I'm just saying that there's a, a grand difference, a grand canyon worth of difference between what we say and what we actually do. And so when you see people who do something in a moment like that to protect other people, uh, I admire the hell out of that. I just do. Because that's when you see somebody's reality. When, when people in crisis, 
again, whatever that crisis may be, uh, uh, you know, the best of us really rise to the top uh, in that moment. So I just wanted to acknowledge that, that that was an exceptional moment uh, yesterday on the part of Trey Ware and, uh, and David Van Camp. So that's it. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. That's why, James, I, I, I got over, like, I don't claim anything, you know, I, about myself. Nine times out of ten, I'm just heading to the bathroom, man, for, for any number of reasons. And not very quickly. <laughs> you're, you're a slow-moving I am a slow-moving mammal. mammal. I am, man. I, I am, man. Uh, baby, I am a... Uh, I am, uh, I am, I am focused at this point in my in my laziness. Okay, that's what I do. All right? Laser you know, focused. I am laser focused on my laziness. So, uh, uh, yeah, I was uh, uh, just wanted to get mention those two dudes on the air uh, today. We did get a call in to recommend <laughs> Southtown Haven as a good taco place. Southtown Haven. Yeah, down there. Have you been there? Nope. Uh, I know where it's at though. It's down by the King William District Southtown area. I like that area. I haven't spent nearly enough time down that area. It's really artsy-fartsy down there. Yeah, no, that's why you'd love it. Yeah. There's some quality dining down there. Wow. So i got to check that one out. What and, and and I do want to open it up because, you know, things are always horrible and awful. And also, oh, yeah, also just I don't want to forget, we have a big emergency system <laughs> test coming up at 120. It's going to affect everything. It's Y2K all over. It's going to affect everything, right? The phones, the TVs, all that stuff. And what did we learn about yesterday in another country? Oh, Russia, I guess, did one yesterday. I didn't know that. I didn't hear that either. What's going on here? So I, 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 it, I'm not really concerned about it. If my phone uh, goes blanks up, you know, all I'll lose will be a whole bunch of pictures of my cats. So I'm not really all that concerned. And they're not going anywhere, so you can cats just aren't. I just take take, all, take, yeah. take new pictures, man. Most of them are on Facebook anyway. Maybe maybe we'll get real lucky and they'll accidentally shut off social media and we can all go back to living our lives. That'd be great. So that's coming up at 120. Also, I was going to ask, you know, it is National Taco Day and we, we, you know, if you want to call up and tell us where your favorite taco joint is. But what makes for a good taco? What do you like in a taco? What 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 distinguishes... Because anybody can chuck some meat into a tortilla. What, what makes for a good taco? And I, 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 I got two things, and uh, I'm a cilantro guy, and I'm a pico de gallo guy. And if it's got cilantro, well, pico usually has cilantro in it, doesn't it, James? I mean, that's one yeah. of the ingredients. I love pico. You put pico. It's got to have pico in it, man. I love pico de gallo, man. I do have a pet peeve. What's with, that? Uh, I like to put my lettuce at the bottom of the ta- hard shell taco. Really? So the meat doesn't get it too soggy oh, and yeah. rip through. Oh, I could see that, yeah. So I put the lettuce, then the cheese, the meat on top of that so it sort of melts the cheese, and then sauce on top. I do put the the cheese under the meat if yes, I can. Yes, yes. Because I want it melty. I want melted cheese, Mr. Man. I don't want cold, hard cheese in my taco. I'm also not a huge fan of crispy tacos. I prefer the uh, soft tacos. I prefer flour damn tortillas. I ain't supposed to eat them, but you know what? I don't. <laughs> if if I have to give up flour tortillas to live my life, okay, I I I sorry, it's all over. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, very quickly, Linda, how are you? Linda. Hi, good morning. Uh, I was holding on from the time you were talking about the the uh, attack on that man in New York, 
and your mm. wife was taking pictures. I, I'm sorry, I'm 77 years old. Somebody's attacking my husband. You better believe it. I would be hitting him or pulling out my pen, <laughs> my writing pen, and hitting him. I would do something. I would just stop there and take pictures. Well, I, I I, so again, uh, I'm sorry to say this, but I, I don't know what I'd do. I, I hope I'd do something good. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know that taking pictures is something I'd be thinking about, but I, I haven't the faintest idea what I'd do. But it was odd that she was not able they, they, she couldn't give a description of the guy. I thought that was kind of weird. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Susie and Alex hang on. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. The Sean Rima Show, San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one. News Talk five fifty KTSA FM one zero seven one. Yeah, don't mess around, my my brother Trey, man. <laughs> Kick your ass. There was no ass kicking that actually went on yesterday, but I'm just saying. It was badass. Uh, uh, Susie, Susie, how are you? Great. What's going on? Look, looking forward to getting a taco today. I love tacos. Don't you love tacos? Who doesn't love tacos, man? You know who doesn't love tacos? Communists. Communists and atheists yeah. hate tacos. Bad guys. So what are you thinking? So Ray's Drive-In on Casterville Road. Yeah, Ray's Drive-In. And Los Barrios. They're all over town. I haven't been to Los... You know, I've somehow made it through 11, 12 years, and I haven't made it to Los Barrios. I've heard a lot about it. Those are my cousins. Oh, your cousins, really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's in the family. Wow, that's... Oh, I gotta go. So you you like Los Barrios, Susie? Yes, yes. What kind of taco do you like? What's your favorite kind of taco? Puffy guacamole. Puffy guacamole. Ooh, I do love puffy tacos, man. We go to Hen- we got the Henry's uh, there at the end of our neighborhood. I love going to oh, Henry's. Oh, no. Henry's can't carry Louis Barrios's water. Oh. No, Things no, are getting territorial. No. Well, we the Barrios uh, family did beat uh, Bobby Flay in the Puffy Taco Cup. Really? I, yes. did not, I did not know that. Yes. My late aunt even switched from her team to go to Bobby's team because the quality that Bobby was producing wasn't good. <laughs> skinny white men know how to make Puffy Tacos. All right. Thank you, Susie. <laughs> It's a legendary I, episode. Dude, I didn't even know what a puffy taco was until I moved here. I'd never heard of a puffy taco before in Colorado and Maryland. They're glorious. They are. They're wonderful. Oh, hi, Alex. Uh, what's going on with you? Good day. Hey. Uh, well, there's nothing like a family food. That's just that kind of comes well, I love my wife. My wife makes great tacos. I love my wife. Yeah. My wife's tacos. Yeah. And as far as tortillas, I guess it's either bleached or unbleached. <laughs> no, I'll see uh, how you are. <laughs> no, no, but actually, a good a good restaurant, um, Adelante, which is no longer present. What's it called? Adelante. But it's not there anymore. So, no, thanks. Well, memories. My the first time I saw James, you'll appreciate this. The first time I saw my wife heating up taco, you know, tortillas on the stove oven. I was like, that's badass. Man. And flipping it with her fingers. <laughs> with her fingers. That's... No tongs, no fork, man. Chick puts her fingers right on that thing and flips it. It's amazing. I love it. Respected. Y'all take care. All right, Alex. Thank you, man. The taco is just a perfect, it, it just, 
It's just, it's so perfect. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, like, now I'm, getting, uh, I'm getting the munchies for tacos, man. All right, now can I distract you? Yes, distract I me. I'm an enchanter. Oh, you. <laughs> See how you are. By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim. Tim. <laughs> I bring it up because, you know, the, 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 this is perfectly Python-esque in that the Monty Python people are celebrating the 48th and a half anniversary of the release of, I think, just a masterful cinematic achievement, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I just saw the ad this morning on my news feed. And I'd love to see that movie on the big screen. I've never seen it on the big screen. Uh, you talk about a low-budget movie that nobody thought would get made or do anything, and we're still watching it uh, all these many years later. But Monty Python is one of those things where, baby, you either love it or you hate it. My wife hates Monty Python. She just absolutely hates it. <coughs> Why do those British people talk so fast? No, hombre, I don't know what they're even saying. Coconuts. What do I care about flying coconuts? My, so my wife is more of a slapstick person, James. Like She loves like Anchorman. The airplane movies, stuff like that, which are fine. I'm not d- dissing those. British humor, she despises. She might, in fact, no one in my household likes British humor except me. And my my daughter out in Colorado loves it. She was raised on it. But my wife, hey, I'm going to drag her ass to see my, the Holy Grail at a big screen. I drug her ass to see the Big Lebowski. That movie mystified her. I'm going to take her ass to see Monty Python on a big screen. Hey, baby, your birthday's coming up. 210, so are you a Monty Python fan or not? All right, we'll get back to talking about how awful things are uh, when we get back. 210 599 5555. 210 599 5555. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I did devote a segment to the whole Speaker of the House thing. I, I, I wish I cared. I, I don't. I just don't. I don't know. You know, uh, so much of that was for show. I mentioned at the very beginning of the program, God, I can't, I'm so sick of Matt Gaetz's face. It's just his face, man. That stretchy, toothy mug of his. I just, yeah. It's kind of like Will Ferrell. You know what I mean? Like I've hit my Matt Gates quotient for a lifetime, man. Got enough. Got it. So I don't, if you, I don't know if you have a, do you have a strong opinion on that? Uh, I, I know some people do. I'm just not one of them. I, I, you know, the border's still open today. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing's magically happened or changed. I mean, you got a few people uh, uh, in Congress. You got a few people in the system there who I think are de- genuinely decent human beings. I am a big fan of Chip Roy, but when you, we don't even know in a sense how deep the rot goes as far as the deep states and 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 the people who are actually running this country and currently taking it down the crapper i i for their own reasons uh because of what i guess they want to replace it with but i i don't see how what happened with kevin mccarthy changed any of that one molecule i'm i'm not the smartest guy when it comes to government and politics but i i, I uh, I, I don't know. It's just a lot of it seemed, you know, ready-made for TV. 
the TV movie of the week, you know. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. So does this delay the uh, proceedings for the government shutdown, or is, is that still? No, that's already, because they're already passed that's that. That's done. Yeah, okay, they're, they're, so what about the Biden inquiries well, and stuff? Is this puts a delay all that on hold. Okay, I mean, okay. That, that, because as Gingrich pointed out last night, you know, for the next, I guess, 10 days, they got 10 days or something now to uh, get somebody else in there. they got the pro tem guy now, the substitute teacher there, kind of, you know, making sure we're all doing our handouts and crap. <laughs> you know, until then, but this is now all they'll talk about. And, and I, I guess what, what you know, uh, Justin and James, hang on, what, what galls me again, that's my favorite word today, it's galling, that, you know, this is the major crisis for a lot of these folks. And again, we have thousands upon thousands of people just rolling across the... It's getting worse. We have a new surge, I believe, that's about to hit the border at some point coming up through Mexico. I was reading about the other day. That's the crisis. Uh, We have a crisis of government, but not as to whether Kevin McCarthy is there or not. We we have this, this deep state rot... The swampiness uh, that that exu- you know is at every level of our government. They've weaponized entire agencies against Amer- the American citizen. You know, and and but I I'm supposed to act and declench you know, <laughs> my lower extremities over this Speaker of the House thing. I you know maybe I'm just not nuanced or smart enough that I'm I'm not seeing why I should be either extremely ha- happy or extremely sad about this. Uh, Justin, how are you? Hey. hey. So I thought I'd brighten your day up a little bit. Sure. So about 13 years ago, I was in Afghanistan, and we needed to go get this guy out of a house. And my lieutenant says to me, how do you want to do this? And I told him, we better not risk another frontal assault that rabbit's dynamite. What? I said, we better not risk another frontal assault, that rabbit's dynamite, to play onto uh, Monty Python. Oh. You oh. missed it. What's he going to do, nibble your bum? <laughs> ah, good you know, one, the man. Part about, the worst part about it is, is he was too young. He didn't understand the joke. Of so course not. Unless back. you're a Pythonite, you wouldn't know. But people who are truly into Python can have entire conversations using only Python quotes. You know what I mean? Oh, all day long. My wife hates it. All right, thanks, man. I'm a little slow on the draw. A guy slipped some python past me and uh, didn't even see it coming. Uh, uh, James, how you doing? Brother Sean, hey. man, get off my get off my lawn while I eat my morning taco in my pajama jam. Damn pajama right. And Crocs. That's my whole <laughs> life right there. <laughs> About five seconds. <laughs> Hey, I just wanted to real quick. I just wanted to call and congratulate you on your on your eighth month here. Oh, thank uh, you. I was, known, I was known for over twenty years of being that happy little drunk. I didn't care where you were from, what color skin, male, female, short, fat. Let's drink and party. Mm. And on New Year's Eve of two thousand and four, you know, I walked away from it. Yeah. Oh, and good I, for you. And you and you brought that up. You know, you being your eighth month. I'm like, man, keep it up, brother. We're here for you. Uh, you know, I just wanted to congratulate on it, buddy. Thank that's, you. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, make me cry. Thank you so much, James. That means everything to me. Thank you so much, brother. You know, I'm very, very lucky. Uh, my sponsor's name is San Antonio, Texas. 
<laughs> you know, I, 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 I get a lot of support in that. It, it means everything to me. Uh, he's talking about I, I had eight months without booze yesterday. And uh, uh, I, I, I'm not going to go on a rant. I Look, you know what? If you can drink and enjoy it and have a good time and it doesn't screw up your life, I, I admire you. It's good for you. A lot of people can, you know. I'm not one of them. Uh, it, it's been a bane on my life uh, as far back as I can remember. I grew up with it. Uh, uh, and it damn near killed me and destroyed my entire world. And uh, so I, I'm not an expert at eight months. Uh, far from it. In fact, uh, the, the further away you get, there comes a, a kind of a period where you really have to make sure you're not getting cocky about it because that's when you can screw up. But I, I, I feel really good about it. I don't have the urge, honestly. Uh, and uh, for me personally, th- this past year has been, uh, or eight months, has just been the best time of my life. It's just, it really is. It's a, it's, a, it's a great blessing to be free of something like that. It truly is. And I, I, I you know, have to pray about it every day, and every day is a, a whole new day, you know. You can't, uh, again, you can't get cocky about it. I've done that before and didn't work out for me. But I, I am very fortunate. Uh, and maybe this is why, you know, we, we had this conversation. Uh, uh, this was a thing people were talking about as far as privacy and, you know, what you put out there over the air and what you don't. And for me, uh, especially when it comes to the alcohol thing, uh, talking about it on the radio is part of it for me personally. Uh, and that's why I do talk about it. And uh, uh, if if that's something that uh, you're struggling with, and, and I'll be honest with you, if you are struggling with it, struggling with it, you know, you know, I got a problem. <laughs> Nobody has to tell you. You know, you know what's going down. You know what's going wrong. You know. Let, let me just put this out there: if a schmuck like me, if a guy like me, can pull off eight months, you can do it. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to check out that way. You really don't. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. When do you listen to 550 KTSA and FM 1071? As soon as I uh, get up in the morning. A morning of news and information starts a great day. Traffic reports. The national and local news. Sports. Weather. The KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware at 5 a.m. Makes my morning. Followed by Ware and Rima at 7. Only on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. How are you? It's showing quickly today. So many weird and interesting things to talk about. The phone lines are open 210-599-5555. Yes, again, there's going to be, what is it, a test of the emergency systems of this country at 120 hour time. I guess your TV's going to blur. Or there's going to be messaging on your TV. I don't know, your phone, whatever. I... I was surprised to hear that I guess Russia did the same damn thing. Was it did we hear James yesterday? It's kind of quinky dinky. Yeah, I'm looking oh, it up weird. right now. Yeah. I hadn't heard about that. Uh but we'll uh we'll continue on with our day. Markley uh Van Camp Markley Van Camp and Robbins coming up next again. David Van Camp is a badass. <laughs> like our own Trey Ware, like my good brother Trey Ware. Uh right now though, let's talk to Adam. Adam, how are you? I am blessed, Sean. Thank you very much. You know, uh, Sean, replacing the Republican House Speaker might seem unnecessary, you know, especially with all these 
uh, leftist uh, backside. We got bigger fish to fry, but, you know, if the Republicans get somebody more aggressive, somebody that stands up for themselves and the American people and quit letting the leftists just run them over and, and ruin our country, you know, uh, so be it. We need more fighters in the Republican uh, Party, Sean. Oh, I agree. Sean, I didn't hear. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that, that and, uh, we, Sean, need, uh, uh, we need, but we, we, Unfortunately, we need to replace the swamp critters with actual human beings, uh, and that's on both sides of the aisle, and I, I don't really see that happening anytime soon. So, I mean, yeah, they had good arguments for why. They, Matt Gates had some decent arguments for why he did what he did. I just, I don't, <laughs> so what of it? You know, who's next? So who's it going to be? You know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. They're all, they're all establishment uh, politicians. Right. But, Sean, I don't know if you guys uh... – I didn't hear earlier. Did you guys say anything about uh, Oscar's Taco House? The Puffy Tacos there. The place has been there forever, and they have the best Puffy Tacos. Oscar's? Uh, Frio City and Sasamora. That's where I grew up. I'm getting right, a my big... mom used to go there. Uh, it's been there a long time. Wow. It, I'll check it out. I'm getting a big nod from uh, uh, James on that one. Oscar's. And, and where is that again? On uh, the uh, corner of Frio City and Sasamora. All right. I will check that out, man, because I love tacos. Hey, Sean. You have a great rest of your day, bro. All right. You too, Adam. God bless you, brother. Thanks for the call. Okay, so Russia's nine hours ahead of us, right. sort of, so they, like they already had their Wednesday. Oh. So it says on the uh, reports from Reuters that they did an emergency Reuters, yeah. public warning Wednesday the 4th. I wonder, it's kind of coinky-dinky, don't you think? I mean, I mean we're, we're talking less than 18 hours apart. Why would that be? Oh, please, God, not don't let something crazy happen today, man. <laughs> I'm crazy out. <laughs> so this is going to affect my soccer matches. That's all I know. See, you're a, you, now things are getting serious, bub. <laughs> <laughs> you're messing up James's ability to watch soccer. How can I be a degenerate gambler if I don't have access to the sports to you gamble? Know, this is Derek crossing the line here, buddy. Things are getting bad. And on top of everything else, yes. Apparently we have a laxative shortage. Yes. That's right. That aisle in your HEB is is, is uh, running low on laxatives. The reason is stupid. Do you know why we have a, a, a lax in laxatives right now on the shelves? That's right. I said it. Young people are taking laxatives to lose weight. You TikToking idiots. Okay, here's the dealio. If and I, I live this. If you wa- if you seriously want to lose weight, here's how you do it. It's very simple. I did it. Okay. Eat nothing but plant-based stuff for a period of time. If you eat nothing but plant, that's right, cauliflower pizzas, if you eat nothing but plant-based stuff for a, not forever, but just a period of time, you will lose weight. Laxatives, here's what happens when you abuse laxatives. You get more constipated. (laughs) I know. I know a lot about laxatives, okay? I've, uh, I, I have used prescription-grade laxatives, okay? I'm hardcore, baby. In the world of laxatives, I'm freaking Sid Vicious, okay? That's who I am. You abuse laxatives, you may get temporarily skinnier, but you'll also become, well, irreparably constipated. <laughs> it's like one of the side effects of laxative abuse is constipation. And who needs that in their world? You don't need to be skinny that bad. You look pretty good with a little chunk on you. Don't don't abuse freaking laxatives, man. Holy crap. Well, that was funny, but you know what I mean. Whew. 
You know, I, I, I it's been a fun show. And I, I just, I, you know, I, 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 we, we try to mix it up with the funny and the serious here because we do live in very, very serious, big history times. And uh, I, I don't know how it's all going to shake out. Uh, I, I'm looking at uh, uh, some more imagery uh, on the TV of the border of El Paso, or, or I'm sorry, uh, Eagle Pass, and uh, just how bad this thing is. And I guess now we're we're starting to hear from high-profile Democrats that apparently we need to do something about that. And apparently uh, maybe Joe Biden's policies on the border aren't really working. I I just think it's fascinating as all hell that until Eric Adams starts having issues with people on the streets and it starts draining his resources, now it's a crisis. Welcome to the party, pal. And that's where I guess, again, maybe it's my cynicism or you know mixed with my with my laziness and short attention span but none of that crap yesterday or the day leading up to it and the days it, 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 I just didn't care it didn't resonate with me because I am seeing you are seeing the grotesque humanitarian crisis unfolding before our very eyes every single stinking day along the border and how it's leaching into every neighborhood and every town in this country, which, of course, is the plan. Remember the moment when the second plane hit and we all sort of collectively went, oh, holy God, it was intentional. Oh, holy crap, this is intentional. Somebody did this. Okay, we need to start having the same reaction to the border. We need to start more people need to start waking up and going, oh, holy crap, this is intentional because you know why it is. It is intentional. And that's sick. Have a happy Wednesday. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, badass Trey Ware. Uh, Don Morgan, see you tomorrow. Uh, spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. Look, you stupid bastard. You've got no arms left. <laughs> yes, I have. Look. Just a flesh wound. <laughs>